Kid attaches on the leg, grows about 35-yard line with Ross back in the shotgun. He takes the snap from Sheely. Off to the right. Might pitch it. Nope. Hits the line of scrimmage. He gets held up for a second. Nope. He breaks a tackle. Breaks another one. There he goes. No one's in front of him. To the 30, the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Coyote. Bulldogs looking to punch one in here. Bugney takes a snap. Rolls out. Looking for a receiver wide open. And Dias open the catch. He's gone. Nobody else to beat. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Well, welcome back, Valley Sports Talk fans, to another episode of your Kid at House Valley Sports Talk podcast. Eric Sorensen joined by John Goodett and Sammy Henderson in the studio. Guys, welcome back. It's good to be here. Awesome to be here. It feels so good. We've had a couple weeks hiatus, but you know what? And uh, how much action has happened in that couple so weeks? So much. There's been so much happening since then. And we've had great experiences. Yes. We've got a lot to talk about. We have so much to talk about. Uh, Sammy's got a nice tan. He's been down south. <laughs> Summer. I think I was born with him. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy left and it was fall and came back to winter. Yes. Um, yeah, it, this has been a fun sports. I love the fall. We got playoff baseball. We got college football, pro football. We got we actually got a high school volleyball game on the TV right now. Yeah, yeah they're warming up. But uh, let's start off with Texas, Sammy. Yes, yes. I got. I was fortunate enough to go to Amarillo, where Central played West Texas. Uh, I'll get right to the point. It was an awesome trip, mm-hmm. with the exception of Central getting beat pretty handily by West Texas. But it was a great experience. Got to go support the guys, be with the coaches, a uh, lot of people that I know and love. And that was it was awesome. And of course, my son was with me and my oh. friend Dave Fisk, other people that I love. So it was an awesome experience all around. Never been to Texas. and uh, But the game uh, was one that I'll remember for a while, but I want to soon forget. <laughs> and I'm sure the coaches right. are in the same way. It was, it was bad. Yeah. It was uh, – it was not what I'm used to watching from Central Football, and that's the best way I can put it. It was it was not the brand of football that I've seen so far this year. It's not the brand of football that I know we're capable of, and I think they're all disappointed. Not to take anything away from West Texas, but was it just one of those things where pretty much we just all picked the wrong day to have a bad game, and nobody could make up for it? Yeah, it was one of those, and and this is this is my. Uh, how how I explain it to myself and my son as we're going back trying to figure out what what we just witnessed, uh, you know we start giving up a ninety one yard kick return they go in for seven and a touchdown to open the game to open the game opening kickoff everyone's hype kind of deflates your energy when it's like oh crap you're getting getting all hyped with your boys and you know we're gonna go we're gonna smack this team in the face they take it ninety one yards down to like the four or five punch it in we're getting the ball and it's like okay we'll get back. First play, Quincy's first game back from injury, um, threw a pick. It was right in front of us, and I thought it was actually going to be a completion. That guy kind of jumped out of nowhere, picked the ball off, and you're like, oh, okay, crap. Yeah. Yeah. They go down and score again. 14 nothing. Quincy drives down, gets the team down there, looking looking good. Like, okay, we got something rolling here. We'll go down 14-7. We're, we're back in the game, and then a botched handoff, and uh, kind of was just the – the day you know the ball ends up going backwards 20 yards they jump they get it they're up 21 nothing and central's not necessarily built because they couldn't get the running game going and I, I think that's the biggest thing is um they were missing a couple of receivers as well they just they they're not built 
to score in bunches um, against a quality defense and a quality opponent, and and that made it tough to make you one-dimensional. Still tried to run the ball, just couldn't get it going, and it made it really tough to get back into the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was it was hard to it was hard to watch. Yeah. But you got to eat steak with them the night before. <laughs> got to eat steak with the team the night before. Went to Texas. Uh, was it uh, Ranch Tex- Big Texan? That's what it was. Yeah. Steakhouse, <laughs> and it was awesome. Uh, you know, Coach Pika, Coach Fisk, Coach Johnson, uh, JoJo Hillel's on the coaching staff. Yeah. All guys, and even some of the guys like Christian Penny and Deion Hudson, uh, guys that I've known, Sean Gordon, that were there. Uh, they were so happy to see us there and feel the support and love. So. Um, definitely, I don't regret. It wasn't one of those where I'm like, God, why did I come to this trip? I regret. Loved, loved every moment except mm-hmm. for the game, you know. And so being able to support them and just, you know, be able to tell them afterwards, like, man, I don't come here just to watch you guys win. You know, I support you guys. Yeah. I love. I take this as hard as you guys do. Yeah. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. blaming anybody. I'm not. It's not. You guys are awful. What the heck was that? It's just. <laughs> it's one of those games, you know, where it just doesn't come together. It's and, sports. Uh, but that stadium. West Texas is it's phenomenal. It's like two years old or three years old. Yeah. It's new. And it's new. big screen, and you can hear the the speakers from all the way on campus just bouncing off buildings. And, That's awesome. Uh, it's awesome. Seats about 12,000 or so, and they, they're hoping to expand, and it overlooks the soccer fields, and it was it was beautiful. Nice complex. So Absolutely. The, the rumor is true that they actually really like football in Texas. Yeah, they do. They, yeah. they really, they really like it. I've heard that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My son, the whole trip, he, he, every time, everything's bigger in Texas. Everything. <laughs> we get in the elevator. See, this elevator is even bigger. Than <laughs> so he, it was. It was uh, did it you was stay cool. in Amarillo or Canyon? We stayed in Amarillo, same hotel as, as the football team. Yeah, that's and awesome. So, uh, you know, got to see them at breakfast. You know, got to slap them on the butt on the way on the way out, and uh, it, it was it was a really cool experience in Texas. Never been, so that that was awesome as well, just to be around there. Yeah. Did you fly directly into Amarillo? How do you get Dallas Fort Worth? Going to Dallas Fort Worth, and then it's like a forty five minute flight flight oh, yeah. to Amarillo. Small. It's got like seven gates. Really? It's tiny. That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was. That's my kind of airport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Security is just a guy looking at you. Yeah, it's like good. flying out of Yakima. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. guy that takes your ticket checks the bag. Yeah, right. That's awesome. And gets on the plane with you. So yeah. speaking of, you know, you took your son and how mm-hmm. cool of an experience, Dad, get to take your your boy to Texas. Mm-hmm. You sent us a picture. He ate alligator? Alligator. Talk yeah. us about the Texas yeah. cuisine. We Texas was great. I mean, anywhere you go, there's a steakhouse. Right. Everywhere. You're yeah. like, oh, Texas steak, Texas. This te- yeah. You know, it's sometimes it's hard to find. You got to talk to locals be like, hey, what's... Where should I go? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you drive down, you're like, oh, I want to go there. I want to yeah. go there. Yeah. I want to go there. Oh, they say they got barbecue there. You know, yeah. um, and so he got alligator, which was, which was, he wanted to get, I'm like, you sure? Like, yeah. And it wasn't bad. It was chewy. It was kind of a, yeah. like a chewy. chewy chicken. Not really a hotbed for vegans is what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah. No, not, not too many. Yeah. It was different down there. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. You're not eating your... A lot of salads there. The coolest Texas. thing, my son, the coolest thing that he saw, we were going to the store, um, and there was this place called Water Still. And he was like, he's looking, he's like, Dad, they got water and tea. That's what they have there. And yes. Like, well, let's stop by. Yeah. And it was. It was just a place you could go get water, because the water there was awful. Oh, okay. Really? It tasted like a swimming pool. Oh. Like, it was out of the faucet. And yeah. so, mm. they have a bunch of these water stills, where it's just fountain tea. 
yeah, sweet really? tea or unsweetened and water. And that's what they sold there. People going in and out, drive through. Um, yeah, it was cool and good, good food. We ate steakhouse. Uh, my son got ribs, which he left Ooh. at the, oh, I wanted that's to, disappointing. Yeah, I wanted to chew on him in the hotel. I know. It, I got chicken. No, fried he left chicken. at the table. Yeah, he left at the oh, table. That sucks. Too busy that's, on his phone. Yeah, ribs. So you're never gonna get Texas cooking again. That's right. Well, you would might, but is this something where it was just kind of a one-time trip, or is this something where you might try to hit all the LSC teams? Or? <laughs> oh, my buddy fun. Dave Fisk uh, was, you know, at the end of last year, was like, let's go on the road. You know, he's like, let's go catch a road game. I was yeah. like, I'm in. I said, I've been to Western Oregon, been to Simon Fraser. He's like, what about West Texas? I was like, absolutely. Yes. Yes. So uh, we were talking next year. We'll probably just, you know, stay a little closer. Do like Western Oregon. He was saying Simon Fraser. And I was like, mm, I'd rather do Western Oregon. Yeah. Because uh, we got some payback for them. Who's playing good football. By yeah. The way. I know. Like crazy. So uh, we're probably going to do probably in, in Closer, something we can drive to, mm. uh, but I would love to go uh, again on the road. It You'll was, see every, cool. yeah, Lone Star Conference. Well, the stadium was the draw. I mean, if you get a chance, West Texas A and M. It's in Canyon, Texas. Go look at it on Google Maps. You'll look at it. it looks bigger on Google Maps than it actually is. You're like, man, was that twenty yeah. five? Like, it's beautiful and fantastic. And so that that alone was a good draw. It'd be it'd be hard to go on the road and you know, no offense to Central, but go to like. You know, just some other stadium that's just you know run of the mill. Yeah. So just West Texas have got the game day experience down, down like on another level than uh, any other D two experience mm-hmm. I've ever. Not even close. Like I can't even think of one. Like Montana was the closest thing I had, and that's you know twenty five thousand. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a different experience uh, than West Texas, but that that stadium is pro, you know the, Montana Stadium is huge. And everything's yeah. so tight, and you're closed in, uh, so that experience I- is different. But for a D two game, like nothing's going to beat the experience that that we had there. And so it was overall, it was a great experience. I'd love to come back with a W. Yeah, and yeah, I started <laughs> all the all the West Texas fans going crazy, making noise, talking trash, and I'm like, well, they're going to shut their mouths when we go up thirty nothing. I guarantee yeah. it. Five minutes later, I'm like. Sitting down in my chair. <laughs> Come on, boys. I got to get back at these guys. So. How was the tailgate? They had it great. We walked really? in and it was food trucks and people and cornhole. And uh, awesome. it, it was cool. I mean, Texas football, they, they live it up and they know how to do it. That's and cool. Canyon on a Saturday. I mean, you're, there's no other competition. Right. There's nothing else going no, on. People and there, it was at night, too. Yeah. Right? People yeah. there love football. Yeah. And it's a great stadium. I mean, like. You're, they're not going to find anything better. Lubbock's a couple hours away. We almost mm-hmm. went to the Texas Tech West Virginia game. Oh. We thought about doing that, uh, but it would have been too close of a. Yeah. Right. Um, but you know that's like the closest you know big stadium you're going to get to. It's two hours away, so they've they've got a draw, man. And like Amarillo, which is like two hundred thousand. I'm not sure what the population of Canyon is, but they're 14 miles apart, and so you're drawing. You're the only football game in town for. You know, That's within cool. two hours, and you know they didn't fill the stadium. It was twelve thousand. There might have been eight, five to eight thousand people there, uh, but it. Why it's can't cool. you fill the stadium? I wonder. I don't know. I mean, they're they were what three and three coming in or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. four and three now. Four yeah. and three now, yeah. and so I don't know if it's. I, I'm pretty sure the years were 
where they're uh, people show dominant up or the, you know ranked. I'm sure I'm sure people show up uh, yeah. show up for that. But that goes. I mean, I'll I'll segue into the records in the LSC of uh, you know you've got Angelo State mm-hmm. and then you've got a bunch of guys. I would say West Texas. CW, they thumped on Kingsville. They thumped Kingsville. Who was what fifteenth, eighteenth, depending yeah. on what poll you're looking at. But I think their their record was a little bit inflated because they had a couple of uh, Simon Fraser caliber teams yeah. that they had already played. But they against. hadn't lost, right? Kingsville they were undefeated. undefeated. They weren't. So. Def- but uh, I and then you got Western Oregon. You got Western New Mexico, who nobody thought was going to do. They're both playing five hundred ball, yeah, which is not going to get you to the playoffs, but. Way better, yeah. And obviously, Western Oregon is real. They knocked us off, and um, Western New Mexico. I'm feeling much better week mm-hmm. after week at that close About, game we had. Absolutely. With them. Yeah. And uh, so I walked away asking myself, like, I'm going like, okay, well, there's our playoff hopes. We're down the drain. Blah, yeah, blah. that kind of. But then hurts. I'm like, Where's... we take out Kingsville, we take out Angelo. We're there, and then you got. Permian Basin, like here, you have a shot. I wouldn't say necessarily that. Oh, we we're still you know in the driver's the only seat. way we got to beat Kingsville. And, we got to beat Kingsville. You got you can't lose if you went out. You're in the playoffs. You, you, no, I wouldn't say you're in. You give yourself a shot. Your resume takes a huge lift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which is why we went to the Lone Star. Absolutely. Start, yeah. Start, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's just who, who we lost. We had mm. we taken a loss to Angelo instead of West Texas. Right. Things look a lot different. It's who you lost to and Western Oregon. I the mean, Western Oregon one, that's still. So you see three lost teams get in. And, it, you know, if one of your losses is Ferris State and the other one's Angelo and then you, you get a hiccup somewhere, potentially. But now we've got to beat those. We've got to beat Kingsville. Got to beat Angelo to even have a shot. I still think it's an outside shot. We'll have to see when the rankings come out and who's who's where and what happens. Uh, well, I wouldn't, I, say, it's un, I wouldn't yeah. say it's impossible. It's just going to be really, really, really difficult. Right, right, right. Uh, well, I mean, the regional rankings came out, and West Texas are 10th, mm-hmm. I believe it is. Uh, we'll pull them up here, but uh, Angelo and Kingsville are, are ranked there. So if you can if you can beat Angelo, I mean, beating the number two team in the country in Angelo, mm-hmm. San Angelo, that's, that's, that's tough. But uh, I don't know. It's kind of fun to go down. Yeah, I'm excited for this Saturday. They're at home. If, yeah. you're, if you're in town on Saturday night, get out there. Kingsville looks like a quality yeah. opponent, so we could be in for a real, real, right. real good game. Yeah, get the uh, put the word in with your family that you're heading out. That's get right. there early, tailgate, become a member of the alumni association, get in there and watch some football from the yeah. beer, beer garden on so the hill. Kingsville seventh, West Texas nine, Angelo sitting at the top. So uh, you take out number seven. And you take out number one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if West Texas keeps winning, you know, but d- does a if Kingsville doesn't lose again because you'd want them to keep winning, and they only have two losses, and we sit there with three, you know, what does that do? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it does. We'll have to. We'll have, yeah. and that's what I say. We'll have to see how things play out. West Texas got three losses. Wayne State's in there. They got two losses. Minnesota State, man, Cato's got two. There's a lot of two loss teams. You take some losses out there, you potentially could have. A decent shot at getting in, so we'll see. It, right. it, see, it's it's not looking good, mm-hmm. um, but hope is all hope is not lost. And uh, Central's just gonna have to go and say, we got to play who's next, we got to mm-hmm. beat who's next, and 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 let the chips fall where they where they might. Do it in a dominant fashion. 
that's if you do that, then and even Kingsville and Angelo, you could sneak out with a one point win, mm-hmm. one point win. Those are those are big wins, and if uh, if West Texas keeps winning, Western Oregon keeps winning. You know, yeah. th- and and that's the beauty, as you said. We said that's why you go to the LSC is mm-hmm. you know. It's uh, you could have a year where you might take three losses and still have a chance, depending on right. who you beat, to get in. And well, and that's the perks of the, having the tournament, not just a bit uh, final four, right? Like with the D one program, we got shot. We might have a, we might have to go back to Midwest or Northwestern, Midwestern state, right? Midwest state. You might you might be going somewhere else, <laughs> but to yeah, play bite the frog and you get it out of the way. Early. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Give yourself a shot, and, and and we'll see. And I don't know. If Quincy's gonna Quincy got pulled mm-hmm. for for those that don't know um, after that drive where he fumbled and mm-hmm. JJ Lemon came in and, and uh, didn't necessarily light up the scoreboard um, and uh, but but we'll see I don't know who's gonna be under center it'll be interesting to see who's under yeah. center uh, come this Saturday and uh, my gut would say Quincy's gonna be back there mm-hmm. could have been rusty and they just felt like you know JJ Lemming just came off of Player of the Week yeah and so. Might have been one of those calls where like, well, let's see if we can ride him. Let's see if he's, yeah. you know, getting us going or not. They needed something. Yeah. They needed something to get going. And uh, hats off to Quincy. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, you know, you always, I always like to see what's the reaction. Right. What happens? And he put the headset on. He was meeting with J.J. Lemming every uh, time they good. came off the field. He was he's patting kids on the back. So I loved, you know, Quincy's a fantastic player. Mm-hmm. And to see the character of, of that kid um, when uh, – you know, he didn't have his best day and got pulled was was remarkable to see. And I, you know, yeah, I love yeah. that about him. That's huge. Yeah, I think that says a lot. I mean, about the kid, a hundred percent about the yeah. kid. But uh, you know, just what we've met with Coach Fisk, that's just what Central Football is going to be about. Yeah, I feel like the program and the culture, what they're building mm-hmm. there, and that's that's pretty cool to be around. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And even when we scored late against their second team, uh, you know, as a fan, me, I'm like, yeah. You know, like, game's over. But yeah. then on the side, I'm like, heck, yeah, let's go. Like, there we go. You know, yeah. like, so it was it was good to see that they still um, had fight in them. Yeah. They still had excitement for each other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's when you really test teams is what do, you, what do you do when things aren't going well? Right. You know, what does it look like when you guys go and you lay an egg? Mm-hmm. What's your reaction? Yeah. And uh, they got high-character kids and a high-character program. Yeah. And so uh, they're going to come out, and I'm, I know – the coaching staff is going to be ready to get these kids ready to, to play a good game, and those kids are going to be itching. None of them walked away, you know. They reacted the way you want them to. They mm-hmm. they they knew what happened. Yeah, they they knew they didn't play their best football, and they and they got punched in the mouth, and it didn't feel good. Yeah. Well, well, I'm excited. Hopefully, it's a big comeback this weekend here in Ellensburg. Yeah, six o'clock start, Tomlinson yeah. Stadium, and there's a volley, big volleyball matchup beforehand. Ooh. So. You got nothing going on on a Saturday? Yeah. Go, go hit a doubleheader. Go watch some volleyball, and uh, big week for 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 Central Volleyball, who took a split mm-hmm. with uh, SPU and in five sets, and then uh, beat Billings in five sets. So it was a it's going to be a big weekend for them. Absolutely, because we ain't watching baseball this weekend because we don't like one of the teams. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Get out there and go support the Wildcats. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So. The other big news that we had when we're gone, the Mariners actually hosted a playoff game. For the first time in 20-something years. 21 year, 2001? Yeah. Dude, I don't know if we had talked since we since they went to Toronto. Yeah, we hadn't. We hadn't. So they go to Toronto. They win two games. Big. Huge. Like, awesome. The biggest comeback in playoff 
It was One awesome the, to watch. Oh, God, that was so much fun. The whole game, I'm like, well, we, we get to watch a game tomorrow. Yep. It'll be fine. And then they start chipping. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is actually going to happen. Right. And then uh, Springer they, dives into his teammate. Dude, I thought they the were game. Like, dead. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> that it, had was, it was bad. I never felt more happy to watch two people collide. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I should feel bad about this. Right, but I don't. I don't, I don't. I feel bad about Couldn't this. Couldn't happen to a better person. Right. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, like that was awesome. And then they get to play those darn Astros. Game well, one. Go ahead. Well, let's, I, we, we, could, we could go through all the games. We mm-hmm. go down 0-2. Right. We host the game. And we talk about my experience yeah. going to Texas, blah, blah, blah. You had another experience yes. that everyone needs to hear about. Yes. And we'll let you get there. So we, luckily for us, it was a 1 o'clock start. Mm-hmm. My friend could not go because he had other responsibilities. And uh, he said, do you want the tickets? I was like, yep, I'll do it. And uh, uh, he says, well, actually, the tickets we sat in, he could have sold for like five, 600 bucks. Guaranteed. A piece. Yeah. And so he's like, if your dad wants to go, I'll explain him to you. And I was like, yeah. But I just got him at face value, luckily. But anyways, I said, dad, do you want to go? He's like, yeah. I want to <laughs> Absolutely. go. And um, it was a fun day, man. We took off it. Early, it was a one o'clock start, and I was nervous about parking, so we left at eight a.m. <laughs> yeah, so, and for those who are listening, that yeah, it was an eighteen inning game. Yes, eighteen innings, eighteen two, innings. You got two full games. So we talk about we only got one. Game. No, we got two games. Two, two games. So, so we'll let you carry think on about us there. getting there at nine forty-five in the morning. Yeah. I might have flew a little bit. Sorry, Andy Bain, I was speeding. <laughs> yes, and I had to park. We get in line. We're one of the first ones in the gate. We go to the bathroom. We go to Ivers. Get our clam strips. We yeah. sit in our seats and don't move until the game's over. Yeah, it was crazy. Forty-seven thousand people. Yeah, I think I've said it before. I've been in that stadium when I've sat behind home plate and heard the guy in center field yell, you guys suck. That was not the case on Saturday. Fired up. You get there. They sucked. It was kind of smoky. So there's a haze everywhere, but like the Astros were taking BP pregame goes on. I look at it. Someone sends a text. I think Felix is throwing out the first pitch. And I was like, dad, I think Felix is all of a sudden they start going through the announcements and, uh, the crowd was amazing. The booing of the Astros was on point. The entire time they announced them, booed the whole time. <laughs> Mariners get announced. The stadium goes quiet. The lights flicker. The screens are flickering, and lines start showing up. And all of a sudden, there's like a crown going across it. And I'm like, Dad, Dad, Felix is here. And sure enough, <laughs> Hail to the King starts no, yeah, Hail to the King starts playing. And then Felix Hernandez walks out of center field. To, I'm the man. I'm the man. Yeah, I'm yeah. the man. And, like, there was tears everywhere, and that just started it. I'm getting goosebumps right now. It was so freaking cool. And even my dad's, like, yeah, he's a man. He's an Iron Man, right? Yeah. And he, you could tell he was like, this is so cool. This <laughs> mayhem. The game was flat and amazing. I, I've never seen so many arms get ran out there and do what, and what happened. Uh, so it, many people back-to-back throwing um, Kirby, our starter, right? Mm-hmm. Dude threw a gem. He threw a gem. A flat gem. And then it was just, it was too bad that we couldn't run into one ball. Right, right. And even in the right situation. Like we the, had we oh. had chances. We got guys, people getting big hits when they needed. Yeah. We, we, got, we got runners in scoring position multiple mm-hmm. times and guys with no outs, yeah. you know. And But that was, that, I think it spoke to the game. Like, so I listened to the mm-hmm. game. long. I, we drove to Paul's Bow for soccer. Oh, yeah. 
and game gets done, it ended early, and I'm like checking the score. I'm like, oh, top of six zero zero. I'm like, oh, sweet. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to this the whole ride home. I yeah. got a group of soccer girls in the back just making noise. I'm like, just cranking the ball. Yeah. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> and I got to listen to it the whole ride back to Ellensburg and watch the final three innings yeah. at home. And just shocked, listen to the game, and it's like swing and a miss, swing and a miss, yeah. swing and a miss. Like strikeouts, like the pitching in that game was yeah. just. So I'm like driving just on the edge of my seat this whole time. Like it was awesome to listen to. I yeah. can't even imagine the experience oh, man. and how many times you guys stood up at the end of an inning after a strikeout and Dude. people pumping their fists. And so there was more time standing than sitting down. Yeah. Okay. We would sit down for like the first three pitches and then it get to two strikes. And that was like, boom, we're up again. And then when we hit, we never sat down. Right. So, but as soon as the Mariner pitcher got to two strikes, everybody's like standing up. And we're by like the 15th inning, I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dogs quads, are barking. My quads are. <laughs> Wait, sit down. <laughs> it was like uh, a certain church service where you're up, down, up, right. down, up, down. Right. But it was just, oh, it was so fun, man. And it was funny because the lineups were kind of staggered enough to where it was like, we would have our dudes. I'm like, we got to win it here. This is right. We got to win it here because if we don't get through this, our dudes are going to be up. We don't get through it, and you're kind of like, crap, we're, we lost this game. Right. Alvarez is going to hit a home run. Uh, uh, Altuve is going to hit one out, and I was, and we got through that. I'm like, got to win it here. Our guys are coming. Right, we here just we got go. through their beat. Yep. And then we, and I don't know how many times that happened. The conversation my dad and I had, of like, we got to do it now. It kept happening. <laughs> because three. on the radio, they're like, well, do up next is Altuve, yeah. Alvarez, and Bragg. And I'm game like, over. oh, shoot. Yeah. That. We got to get one on. Julio gets a double, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, all right, let's get one here. And that double was missed by like a oh, foot. Like that ball, and it was so hit. So it happened because we were down that left field line, and it hit it. And I was like, get over. Yeah. And it's just a piss rock. I'm pretty off sure I almost got in a car accident when they when I'm hearing yeah. the call. They're like, so I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 man, <laughs> was, dang it. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing. It was cool watching the guy. It was my first Mariners game in person in a long time. And, you know, the arms ran out of Munoz. When that dude reaches back for 101, you can see it. He's so fluent. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, wham. And you see the radar gun. Like, Woo! You're right. That had some zing on it. Yes. Man. And that was that was so much fun. It's cool. And, oh. you know, what a, what a way for the Mariners to go out. One, No yeah. one's going to forget. If you were at that game, no. you're never going to forget that game, even though you took a loss, even though it booted you from the playoffs. Mm-hmm. There's history you're, made. You're not – we walked away, at least me as a fan, mm-hmm. everyone I talked to, not like – Oh, Mariners lost. Yeah. You know, it's more like what a game. Yeah, what an experience. Yeah. And if you're gonna go out, oh. you went out fighting. Right. right. The Mariners put it all on the line mm-hmm. and went out swinging. And just yeah, I I I walked away at the end of at the, when that game was done. One, two things. One, don't care who wins. Yeah. I was like, my dog's out. I don't care what happens. Yeah. And but two, it's like I'm really proud of this team. Yeah. I mean, they, it came down to three pitches in that whole series, I feel like. Right, absolutely. Like, we had the win, Alvarez hits a bomb. Right. And he had the, he had the second one, another one game, too. Like, yes. It was amazing. And then uh, the rookie, I uh, can't think of his name right now, the shortstop hit the home run. Pena. Pena. That dude. He's a big deal. He's good. They, they've, like, built, they've built a program. As much as yeah. you, we can hate the I Astros, hate. and I love that, that we hate them. But they've done something right the last 10 years. Well, and I think the other, like you were just talking about leaving that game, I think it's a big one knowing that this isn't it because we're just starting. The expectation we're is there. we are going to be in this scenario ex- expecting to yeah. for the next bit. Yeah. We got some dudes we for got four to five young years. arms. We got young fielders. Yeah. We got a superstar. Mm-hmm. Like, and we're just going to add to it. Yeah. 
Like, and so the expectation moving forward, we're going to be a favorite next year. 100%. We might even be a favorite in our own division. Yes. I mean, it's, we might be, they might, you know, some people are going to pick us to be World Series champions. Yeah. We will be picked by analysts to be world some people's World Series picks. I think one of the biggest things, along with Julio, is the long-term contract with Luis Castillo. Yes. That dude is a, he's Cy Young winner next year, I bet. He'll be, he'll, be. He'll, he'll be if he if he's pitching like he did yes. like like he has I'll just put like he has yeah. the last few years he will be in the running right I feel Guaranteed. like there's some hate on Robbie Ray but watch out he's gonna be fine and you know what he's Ro- still Robbie pretty good. Ray might be our third or fourth starter which is pretty damn good compared well, to what we've a been great doing great yes. fourth starter and, and phenomenal uh, I will leave with the Mariners game day crew did everything they possibly could to keep the crowd into that game yeah to when getting to like the 13th inning, we were still kind of in it. And then people were fading. I was fading. A guy that absolutely just loves baseball. I was there with my dad. It was the coolest experience ever. And it was like about the time that, okay, we're kind of getting tired. Felix Hernandez is on the big screen waving his towel at you, telling right. me to get up. Like, yeah, <laughs> Felix Hernandez told me. <laughs> and then a few innings later, you're like, okay, we, we our guys just got out of it. All of a sudden, we had no idea Edgar was there. Edgar's on the big screen from a suite. <laughs> That's Edgar Martin. So everybody's got nuts again. And I think it was the 17th inning. We were so freaking tired. And all of a sudden, Seattle with the microphone. Macklemore comes up from his suite. <laughs> this game is not over. We're going to win it right here. And it just went from everybody's so tired to just pure mayhem. Right? Mayhem is the only word to describe what happened. During the that only game. thing. That I, that I was sitting there, I think I was like, the worst part of this is that seventh inning, beer stopped flowing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I know. And I, I was, I felt, everybody's like, the, could you miss out on concessions? I was like, well, Dad and I never left our seats. <laughs> but that would suck. Right, that would suck. <laughs> That's what his comment, even Dad's like, everybody's gone through their hangovers already. They're going to be ready to drive home when this That's, game's over. Right. <laughs> so, it's going to be the safest ride home ever. <laughs> yeah, there was, and it was, it took us an hour to get out of Seattle. It oh, was sure. it was crazy, but it was kind of fun because we got. He didn't care. I didn't care. We had to, the way we had to go back into Seattle to get to I five and get out of there, and come back to I ninety. We had the Dodger game on the radio. Stopped in North Bend. That places were closing down by the time we got to North you guys Bend. Had to go through Spokane Street. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Take it right out of behind the brewery. Yeah. Where we parked. It, it was. We kind of got lost. We took a absolutely. Circle. It's wild there. It was crazy, but it was fun. You know, it's good. Uh, he was just. Uh, we couldn't figure out why all of a sudden the cars were stopped on the side of the road. And like, well, I think they park at night. And that's sure enough, it was parking on the side of the road in mm-hmm. Seattle. Like, who knew? But anyways, we got to drive home. Listen, we got. I got back to. We, we got there at nine forty five. Right. I pulled in my driveway as the Padres beat the Dodgers. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I was like. Long day, but it was a cool, it was a fun day. Yeah, so. experience you'll never, ever forget. Never forget. And, you know, that 18 inning, like, who, the, yeah. Yeah. It, except, and Astros will be the same way. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's just an awesome experience. It makes it, it makes it more important. How do I say this? Next year when there's, if I'm not doing anything on the day the Astros are in town, I am more inclined to be like, Paige, we're buying tickets. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. Because screw those guys first off. Right. <laughs> Don't like them. But we're competing for a net or American League West title next year. And yes. that's who you have to go through. That's who you have to go through. And what a mountain to climb. And we got people that can go beat them. Absolutely. Is the thing. So Not, there's there's no doubt in my mind we'll be we'll uh, we'll be there uh fighting with them throughout the season. Absolutely. And when they win hundred and six games? Yeah, it was something crazy. Something, like quality it, 
Yeah. Yeah. It was a big mountain to climb and, mm-hmm. and, and we tried. We gave we gave it we gave him hell. Absolutely. Well, Sammy, I think we got Jonathan Gordon coming on the call here to talk some local sports, high school sports. Awesome. Uh, we had, like we said, if uh, Kittitas just became an NFHS school, unfortunate internet, whatever, but they're in Goldendale tonight playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. I just pulled up the Cleelum Roslyn soccer. They're beating White Swan. Couldn't get the volleyball game pulled up, but we're going to get Jonathan on here to talk a little bit of uh, high school Ellensburg Roundup. Awesome. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, listeners, for our local segment, and we're fired up. He's having back on the airwaves. He is out and about in the community, actually, right now. <laughs> we're Ellensburg insider, Jonathan Gordon. Welcome back to the podcast, man. Thanks, fellas. Good to be back on. So we're getting deep into the fall season. I know you made a comment on the text message about getting some – you're already getting playoff scores in for, for some CWAC stuff. I mean, where are we at in the in – the, for Ellensburg Athletics getting late in the fall and getting close to the potential playoffs. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, postseason officially started today for the conference uh, in the form of the district soccer tournament. Uh, rough uh, rough result for the Bulldogs at home. They came in as the number three seed uh, to the district tournament, double elimination tournament. They actually finished tied for second in the standings and lost out on the, the good old number draw tiebreaker. Uh, to Sela. So instead of having a bye and not playing until Tuesday, they had to play today and and uh, lost 3-1 to home against Granby. So now they're in a uh, elimination game Saturday. Uh, they'll take on the loser of uh, it'll either be East Valley or the Othello Prosser winner. That game's in progress right now uh, with Othello ahead one nothing at half. So if that, if that result holds, then Othello will go to East Valley Thursday that loser would then take on Ellensburg in an elimination game on Saturday. Um, and, you know, on on paper, I'd expect East Valley to win that game. They're undefeated, number one in the state right now, 15-0-1. Uh, so that would probably be Othello or Prosser coming to Ellensburg uh, Saturday at noon um, in, in most likelihood. So, uh, yeah, things definitely underway there. Um, you know, cross country has got its district championships uh, taking place. Um, Saturday uh, down Apple Ridge and uh, Bulldogs. I think I would I would venture to say heavily favored. They uh, they ran through the uh, the conference schedule uh, undefeated in all the dual meets and and wasn't really close in any of them either. So and that's both both uh, boys and girls. So um, that'll be exciting to exciting to see. Um, and and this year they are doing a crossover with the Spokane schools. Uh, so it's more like a regional meet. Um, and that's, you're looking at, uh, so there'll be the top 21 individuals and top three teams from that, that meet, uh, which includes the seven, seven CWAC and, and six, uh, greater Spokane league schools. Uh, those will be the ones that will be, uh, be competing on, on Saturday. So, uh, you know, lots of excitement ahead, uh, you know, Saturday for the Bulldogs, uh, at least as far as the postseason is concerned for uh, for soccer and cross country. And, of course, we've got football and, and volleyball going on as well. Now, remind us, Jonathan, if you know off the top of your head, Ellensburg soccer lost to Grandview today, correct? That is correct. Yes, 3-1. to one. Uh, Grandview was uh, – they came in as the sixth seed. Uh, actually, they were tied for fifth with uh, with Prosser at 4-8 and eight in conference play. But – uh, Grandview, I think, went 3-0-1 in its non-conference schedule and, and handed Ellensburg one of its uh, five conference losses. That, that was going to so, be my question. What, what, was, what, was that, that, uh, what was their play at during the year? Were they, yeah, they, 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 they split? They did split, yes. That's okay. correct. So, uh, yeah, so 
again, you know, a tough result, uh, but uh, but hopefully they'll bounce back Saturday and, and stay alive. If they win Saturday, then they would, uh, again, carry on with their, their next loss and they're done. Um, but uh, that would at least get them to Tuesday uh, down at Grandview in the in, in, in consolation play for a 5 o'clock game if they were to win on Saturday. Okay. So where's Ellensburg Bulldog football at going? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're in a they're in a big uh, big crazy mess right now. Uh, four way tie for second going into the last week of the season. Um, Othello's undefeated at five and zero, and and so they've already clinched the number one seed, and will be in the group crossover uh, round uh, against uh, Greater Spokane League's number three team uh, next week. But um, after that, um, yeah, you've got uh, Prosser, East Valley, Ellensburg, and Efreda all at three and two. Um, Ellensburg and Efreda, of course, playing each other right. on uh, on uh, Friday. So at, at best, or I guess worst case scenario, depending on how you look at it, you've got a three way tie for second um, at four and two, and that would that would assume that uh, East Valley beats Othello uh, on the road, which uh, you know on paper not likely, mm-hmm. uh, especially the way uh, East Valley has been playing towards towards the latter latter part of the conference season, but. Mathematically, that that certainly could be a possibility. Uh, but so for the Bulldogs to get in to the the, the group crossover round with a state you know state uh, berth on the line, they're going to need some help from the Sela Vikings um, because the only out of the eight possible game result scenarios this weekend, only two of them would uh, would result in Ellensburg. Uh, being in contention for for one of those uh, for one of those spots, and they would they would need Sela to beat Prosser in both those instances. So, um, uphill battle is what you're saying. Uphill battle, yes, especially with Prosser coming off of a loss uh, overtime loss to Efreda last weekend. Um, that uh, I would expect the Mustangs will be fired up, and as as anybody who's followed the CWAC this year knows. Uh, Sela's, you know, been getting getting clobbered by almost everybody except Grandview. They got a five touchdown win against the Greyhounds. Right. They've been playing week, so. better football near the end of the year, true, uh, but true, not but necessarily they, a threat to some of those top teams. Correct. Especially, again, it, I guess with and it's actually Prosser's homecoming in the in the hmm. season finale too. So that's uh, which is a little bit unique. Uh, but uh, that is that is what the, the schedule has for him this year. So. Um, that's kind of where uh, you know where things are at. You know, going to need some help from Seal in order to get into that. Uh, you know, really be in that postseason mix, regardless of what they do against East Valley, because uh, or excuse me, against Efreda, because uh, the way the tiebreakers fall and everything like that, it's 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 going to be quite complicated. Yeah. yeah. Well, as we start to wrap this thing up, uh, what do we got going on at the volleyball court? Well, the Bulldogs are in first place in uh, in volleyball action right now. They're undefeated, and uh, and they've got you know they've got some tough matches you know down the stretch. They have the bye tonight. Uh, this is their their turn in the rotation as far as uh, as far as being having the off date with an odd number of teams in the conference. Uh, so they are actually off tonight. They'll have Sela, um, actually, yeah, Sela at home on Thursday. Got to keep my schedule straight. Seal at home on Thursday. Then they go to Efreda next Tuesday, and then Othello at home to 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 close out the uh, the regular season on November third, a week from uh, Thursday. So 
again, you know, tough, tough sequence. I would expect that, uh, that Thursday's matchup with, with Sila will probably be the most challenging. Yeah. Cause Sila, uh, Sila, sorry to cut you off. And Afreda are, are second and third, right? Yes, that is correct. So yeah. Sila, Sila beat Efreda in five when they played, uh, in Efreda, uh, previously. And, and again, the schedule is set up first half, second half is the same. So, Ellsberg actually played Sela on the road and Efreda at home in back-to-back matches uh, beginning of October. And I think Sela's the only team to have taken a set off the Bulldogs in, in conference play. That was a four-set match down in Sela. And then Ellsberg bounced back and swept Efreda at home. So, uh, you know, having to play them them in consecutive matches, nothing new for them this year. Uh, you know, and certainly going over to Grant County and playing Efreda, you know, on the, on the back end of that on next Tuesday will be a challenge. Um, but uh, I think really the big one for them is going to be Thursday night, and I, I know they'd love to have have as many fans out there as possible for the uh, I like to call it the Canyon Road rivalry uh, against against Sela, which you know again Sela is a game behind in the standings right now, and and so really uh, really I don't want to say it'll come down to Thursday necessarily, but uh, with the way the tiebreakers uh, roll out, if if Ellensburg and Sela were to finish tied, let's say at eleven and one, uh, then Sela would end up being the number one seed because the next tiebreaker is you know they would have split the regular season hypothetically, and then the next one's a number draw and Sela got the best number draw in, in the league. So similar to how it panned out for for girls soccer, the two and three seed is uh, you know if that's how it plays out. Now Bulldogs were to sweep Sela, let's say, and somehow they end, ended up in a tie, some other you know, there's some other capacity, uh, you know, that, that would, you know, probably be to the Bulldogs benefit, but one at a time, uh, you know, and, and the Bulldogs have, have played some, some tough, they've, they face some tough non non-conference, uh, competition in addition to, to what they were doing in what they've been doing in league play. They went up to Burlington Edison for a tournament on the 15th homecoming day. Uh, they ended up, uh, you know, doing fairly well up there against some state contenders. In fact, I think the only sets that they lost, were against the Columbia River team, which is number one in the state in 2A right now. So, um, you know, we'll see how, you know, see how things play out for them. But, uh, yeah, hopefully another district uh, district or conference title, the number one seed for districts, and, and hopefully the uh, the championship for the District 5-6 will come through Ellensburg on November 10th. Well, as we wrap this thing up, I was at the uh, swimming lessons today. And the Ellensburg swim team was practicing. I don't know if you have any updates on them, but I'll just say I, have, I know not nothing about swimming. They were going <laughs> fast. It looked like they were having fun time out there. So it yeah, was cool to see. Uh, they do actually. Yeah, they have the regional uh, championship this weekend. Actually, over in Pullman. Uh, and, and again, they don't get a lot of uh, don't get a lot of uh, notoriety or attention necessarily. Um, and part of that's just the I don't want to say the dynamic of the sport, uh, but. Uh, it's a little bit different as far as the dynamic for swimming is concerned, because not all the conference schools have, uh, have a girl swim program. Right. And, uh, and it's kind of a, a combination to a one, a, um, field, if you will, like Clay Ellum actually has, has a couple of swimmers in Toppenish and, and Zilla. And, and so they kind of compete with Ellensburg and Sela and, um, uh, you know, Prosser Grandview, that sort of thing. So, uh, again, not a not a very prominent league uh, as far as that's concerned, but uh, definitely do have some. You know, they're out there competing uh, regularly, sending sending competitors to state on a yearly basis, and uh, would would definitely say they're among the the top three as far as you know the the two A one A competition uh, within the Yakima Valley. 
And that's why you're the insider of the Bulldogs. You know everything, what's going on. Jonathan, thank you again for taking some time. I know you got some family stuff. You need to get inside and go have some dinner. And and, uh, thank you again for calling in, and we'll talk to you here in the next week or two. You bet, guys. Sounds good. Take care. Yeah, appreciate it, Jonathan. Thank you. Well, that was awesome having Jonathan calling into the show. Uh, getting you caught up on all your Bulldogs, CWAC athletics. It's it's kind of fun right now, getting into the end of the season. we got playoffs rolling through shortly. You know, it's all playing out. I'm sure the coaches are scoreboard watching, seeing what's going on. Absolutely. Every scenario is going through their mind right now. It's a nervous time. And it's great guys. that uh, for Ellensburg, you know, every sport they're competing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, it sounds like with maybe the exception of football, mm-hmm. uh, which doesn't have – has an outside chance, not, not a likely one. Yeah. But they all have a chance to go to state mm-hmm. for the most part, which I think is, is awesome. And you got things to play for at the end of the year. Bulldog soccer, um, rocky season as compared to previous season. I think maybe expectations that um, they had and, and maybe the city had for them this year. Mm-hmm. But to, to still have a shot, you know, it's still balls in your court. Um, I think that's what you, you, you asked for at the end of the year. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's up to us. Absolutely. It's up to us. And um, so- volleyball in the driver's seat, which is you love to see Coach Stickle there. Uh, love to get him on. Yeah. I think I can make that happen. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get him we'll on make it happen. And talk a little bit of volleyball. And uh, he, He's a great man and a great coach. Yeah. So that, that'd be fun. And uh, the cross country is strong every year. And it's, so it's, it, this is an exciting time. Yeah. You know, you're looking at polls. You're looking at rankings. You're looking at what's next. You're traveling mm-hmm. here. You're traveling there. Uh, fun time for, for kids in this valley. Absolutely. Next week or next episode, we'll have some more from the Upper County and some Cleelm Roslyn. I'm sure that soccer team's rolling in all cylinders up there. They were tonight when we saw the score. Our kid has football. Um, they are going to finish probably second in the EWAC West and looking for a crossover playoff matchup and excited for the Coyotes on that one. Hopefully yeah. home game maybe we'll see what's got going on oh, there. That would be awesome. Maybe we'll be on the call. I don't know. We'll see where we're at. Yeah. Up I might be at the ocean, but, uh, and it's fall time. Big country studios is rocking the weather. We probably need to get this thing over before this, this thing flips over. Up and it is horrible outside. So, well, Sammy, thank you so much. Thanks, John. Unfortunately, he had to run there for a second. Uh, another episode in the books, in the books of their kid house Valley sports talk podcast until next time, please share. Heck, give us a comment, rate and review. We'd appreciate that. Get the word out there. Let's get some more listener support and local coverage of local athletics. Until next time, take care. KTS Valley Sports Talk is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Check us out and feel free to interact with us on all of our social media by searching KTS Valley Sports Talk on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.